This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. Well, there you are. You're drinking a delicious milkshake when suddenly a trapdoor opens beneath your feet and you're free-falling thousands of feet into the unknown. What's happening? Before you know it, your body is trembling and you wake up in your comfy bed in the middle of the dark night. Thankfully, this was nothing but a bad dream. But what are dreams? And how come some of them seem so real they have the power to scare us or to make us wake up laughing? Let's take a peek at a few theories. Scientists say that an average human being spends about two hours dreaming every night. That means that by the time you're 80 years old, you'll have dreamed the equivalent of 60,000 hours. That's almost seven years of dreams. So dreaming must have some benefits for us, right? Otherwise, we wouldn't spend that much time on it. There are several phases our brain goes through while we sleep. These phases are repeated in cycles throughout the night. First, we'll experience what is called a transition to sleep. That's when you've given up on checking all your social media accounts and finally put your phone aside. As your body relaxes, your breathing slows down and you fall into a light sleep. When your body relaxes more and more, you'll enter the deep sleep phase, which is characterized by a particular pattern in your brain called delta waves. These waves mean your brain is resting and you're getting some good quality sleep. Finally, you'll get to the REM state, also known as the rapid eye movement state. That's when dreams happen. At this point, your brain is working almost as much as it works while you're awake. Your breathing gets faster and stronger, and your body might even twitch a bit. Almost half of us remember at least one dream a week, even if we dream an average of four to six dreams every night. By the way, women are more likely to remember their dreams compared to men. This has something to do with women's perception of detail. Now, for all of us, dreaming is said to help regenerate our brains. Here's how it works. There are about 10 trillion neural connections within the architecture of the brain. That's a big number. These connections are created by everything we think and everything we do on a daily basis. The thing is, if we didn't have any mechanism to delete some of these connections, we'd be fried, literally. A 1983 neurobiological theory of dreaming called reverse learning says that it's during our REM sleep cycles that our neurocortex reviews these connections and decides what to do with them. That's when our brain cleans up. It dumps the unnecessary connections and keeps the important ones. In this theory, our dreams are the result of this unlearning process. Say you've been dealing with some anxiety caused by your job. You don't know if you're going to get promoted, and all you can do is think about that all day long. Your brain will make up all of these different scenarios and play out a bunch of different interactions that end up never happening in real life. Some of these neural connections will be deleted from the database of your brain while you sleep. In this case, dreams would be our brains trying to let go of all of these not-so-important memories. That's also where the expression, sleep on it, comes from. After a hard day of work and stress, the best thing you can do is to get some sleep. 
Renowned world scientist Auguste Kikolay took this advice and completely changed the course of organic chemistry. It was in the middle of winter, and Kikolay was exhausted from trying to figure out the structure of benzene. He took a nap in front of his fireplace, and while he was sleeping, he saw floating molecules of hydrogen and carbon, which together make up benzene. These molecules turn into a series of snakes, and suddenly one of them coils and bites its own tail, creating a circular figure. Eureka! Kikolay woke up instantly and drew the chemical structure of benzene. The problem was solved. Hmm, does this also remind you a little bit of Inception? If it does, that's because Christopher Nolan took inspiration from his experience with lucid dreaming to write and direct this movie. Lucid dreaming is another mysterious type of dream state that scientists are still trying to understand. It happens when a person is aware that they are dreaming and starts to consciously narrate the course of their dreams. This is where you get to be the scriptwriter and director of your own life. Scientists speculate that lucid dreaming is not a state of sleep, but rather a state of wakefulness, where a person can establish the so-called two-way communication between dreaming and real life. Cool, huh? Okay, so dreams can help us forget, and they can also help us make new and innovative neural connections, like what happened with this guy Kikole in his snake dream. But this doesn't explain why some dreams have an uncanny quality to them. I'm talking about certain dreams that can feel like warnings or mysterious messages from some other plane of existence. This superstitious approach to dreaming is something mankind has been cultivating since the beginning of time. Our ancestors have long questioned if our dreams hide deeper meanings in them and if we should interpret these messages. Ancient Egyptians were the first civilization to question and even write about the hidden meaning of dreams. Their famous dream book was written in papyrus and holds the interpretation of over 3,000 dreams. Their society even had professional dream interpreters that helped people figure out what their dreams meant. The most repeated dreams were of people losing their teeth and smashing stones, and it could mean either bad or very good luck. Humanity kept believing that dreams were meant to be decoded down to their last detail up until the 20th century. But then, a certain guy came along and changed the way Western societies approached dreaming. His name was Sigmund Freud. Freud was a neurologist and the founder of psychoanalysis. He also wrote the famous book Interpretation of Dreams. According to him, humans dream to fulfill their hidden desires. Freud's theory explains that sleep is the moment when our conscious mind gives way to our subconscious mind. FYI, the subconscious mind is like a basement that we hardly ever visit and that's been storing things since our early childhood. It holds our deepest fears, but also our most important wishes and desires. The thing is, some of our most sincere wishes can sound embarrassing, or we may have trouble owning up to them. So sleep time would be the perfect moment for them to surface to our conscious mind and, through our dreams, have the feeling that we are truly living these desires. It would be like watching a movie of your life that never happened in reality, but that's happening while you're fast asleep. Like in real life, though, things aren't always nice and shiny. We've got bad days. And that's why we also have bad dreams. Sorry to break it to you, but 1 in 40 dreams are nightmares. So you're bound to have one sooner or later.
The threat simulation theory has one explanation of why we have bad dreams. It says that living our deepest fears and anxieties through our dreams allows us to practice how we would react in real life. This is why people recall traumatic experiences in the dream state. Our brain is trying to condition us to survive threatening experiences by practicing them out in a safe environment, also known as the sleeping brain. So if you dream you're being chased in the woods by a bear, or you're trying to finish that math exam without studying, this is your brain trying to anticipate some possible reactions by trying them out in the dream state. It makes you sharp and aware in case these things do happen to you in real life. Now, should we thank our brains for this? Yeah, I think so. And yes, you should study for your math exam. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side.